I don't know about that mm. corridor of confusion as you dub it, but oh, it yes. must have a lot of people in it today. We are what oh, it is <laughs> it is bewildering that an AFL would load this case up against Oh sorry, I Mayor. thought you were talking about relationships. Oh, no, no, no. No, the big talking point. Yes, and I'm we know what it is. If you're going to be so strong to put this on the table and have virtually become the biggest test case of the year, you can't walk away from it. You have to prosecute it to the nth degree. Collingwood would have gone the other way. They would have appealed. So are you having a crack at Laura Kane? I think so. I think that they... You think you are? You know you are. Well, she's not alone in there. I'm not putting it all on her shoulders, but clearly it, it doesn't look good for her when... Now, I'm hearing different versions of whether she overruled Michael Christian or not. So if we're not there... We can only guess that mm-hmm. they might have had a difference of opinion. But anyway, the AFL's always had the right to refer things straight to the right to the tribunal yep. they did. But if you're really strong on this one, kid, and we know the consequences, and we heard Simon Goodwin say this was going to be a big mm. case, you don't walk away from it when you've put such emphasis on the importance of this case. Yeah, I was, to I, was a, it to I was a little uh, surprised, Rooch. Uh, we're still waiting for an official explanation mm. from the AFL. But no is coming out later today. There'll be no appeal. Hey, we'll get through our guests and we'll get our teeth mm. into it again. Um, I was a little ambivalent to the whole situation because I'm confused. Um, I, I think I went on record saying if we, if we didn't have the system and the formula, I think he should have got one game. And then he gets the right to play in the grand final. That was just my logic. I also can sit there and logically argue that uh, it was good that he got off. But equally, I can sit there as I did yesterday and say, if your mindset is different, and this is where I thought they'd have to make a stance, uh, I don't care what the biomechanic said, how qualified he is, Rooch. Uh, if your brain is trained that you cannot do that, you don't do that. He would have been conditioned to put his hands out. And uh, that's what players will do from now on. If you had been on Hamilton Island all year. Oh, Rooch, take me all back. All year. Take me back. And you just lobbed into town today. Mm-hmm. And I said, Kim, I'm going to show you AFL football for the whole year. Yep. I'm going to give you Shane McAdam at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you Tom Jonas at the middle of the year where he wins a free kick. Mm-hmm. and is put I up. know you always say that, but the umpires yeah, get a lot of decisions anyway, wrong. But... But the point of that is, I want to emphasise mm. that when we get then to Maynard, are you at the end of it going to say, you've tricked this all up? This is inconsistent. This doesn't add up. What have you done to these videos? Because there's a compelling yeah. argument that um, Angus Brayshaw ran off his line and he was the one that veered into Maynard, who was mid-air, even though he turned his shoulder. Uh-huh. And people will draw... A comparison with the Tom Lynch one, where Tom Lynch was interfered with and his flight yes. path was yep. altered. Yep. So that's why he got off. So I can live with the decision. I think what's going to happen with the AFL not challenging it, though, when they ever do get around to settling these concussions um, claims, it might cost them an extra $20 million maybe. But have you ever known anyone who has had strong convictions on any case to walk away from a first hearing? Oh, no, we won't push this further? Oh, you've got to stand your ground if Absolutely. you believe it. Unless there's an argument or there's evidence from the illegal eagles that says that this was unwinnable. Yeah, well, not dropping any names because I don't want to breach confidentiality. <clears throat> I'll, I'll throw them under the bus. No, don't. Well, do no, I not? In, well, I hope you don't. But anyway, on the phone just before coming in, someone who's been involved in reporting players and now defends them for clubs, mm-hmm. legal background, uh, 
yeah, the, they are just as confused as to how the AFL can go down this path and then not finish it off. It's I can only think of two people on my now. No, no, don't, name no, 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 no I'm going to. No, no don't be wrong. I mightn't even know. Be wrong. No, just let it go. But yeah, I think we're all confused, aren't we? No, I don't. I want to have a be guess. Wrong. It doesn't matter. Well, I, you don't have to say if it's them or not. Right. I can only think of Greg Griffin or Adrian Anderson. Look, two good guesses, but I'm not telling you which one. All right. Well, I expected that, no, that you wouldn't. No, it was just fun for me to have a guess. I reckon I know now. Uh, at four o'clock, we'll chat to Marty Matner. Sturt coach, premiership mm, coach. Head mm. of this Sunday's prelim final. They take on the Adelaide Crows. That's going to be a battle royal. They had them on toast on two occasions in the first final. Adelaide yeah, fought back to win quarter. that. Oof. Uh, that gets underway at 3.15. It will be covered on SEN 1629. Paul Bonza and Dan Menzel doing a wonderful job. Mm. At 4.35, Roach, we'll talk to your coach. Lauren Arnell. No, Ken Hinckley. Oh. No, we're hoping we can get Ken tomorrow. Oh. Lauren Arnell today. Good. Yeah, we're hoping to get Ken. I put in nice. a call today. Very good. Uh, Port Adelaide Football Club AFLW coach. He's an absolute ripper. Yet to have a win this year. They had a tough draw. Adelaide and Brisbane. Who at AFL House did that to them? That's a good question. <laughs> now, is that really fair for a, um, a expansion club that's still finding its way to take on the two powerhouses in the yeah. competition? You might never get. I mean, I understand what happened the first week. They put on a lot of uh, derbies, mm. you know, save on travel, all that. Mm. But do you go from Adelaide to Brisbane? Yeah, it's a tough draw. A tough draw. Wow. <laughs> That's a brutal draw. Hey, the other wow. thing we're doing, Rich, we'll jump into it. A lot of people might be over it, but we want to just have a feel for how people are judging what happened with Braden Maynard. Call it the pub test or the court pub test, yeah. Mm. The pub mm. test or the court of public opinion. You can get on our, our Twitter handle at the run home, S-E-N-S-A, okay? At the run home, S-E-N-S-A. We've kept it really simple. Should Braden Maynard have been suspended? Now, I think I know which way the poll will go. Did you see Will Schofield, our good friend Will Schofield, on social media last he night? He's dodging me. He owes me two cartons. Really? Mm. We're going to get him on, Roach. So Will had a fair bit to say. A lot of people had a lot to say on this one. Yep. But he came down with a conclusion that your verdict would be based on whether you were a Collingwood supporter or not. Nathan Buckley chipped in. What about a bit of integrity? Well, I think it's a fair call. I don't think there'd be too many Collingwood supporters (laughs) saying he should have got games. (laughs) Come on, get off your high horse there, Bucks. Uh, As I was saying, Rich, uh, we're running a poll uh, on our Twitter handle, the Run Home SENSA. Should Braden Maynard have been suspended? As it sits now, it's been up since about, what, 2.30, Benny? I can't see in there. 2.30? Yeah, 2.30 it's been up. Uh, 38% say yes, 62% say no. The tribunal last night was chaired by Jeff Gleeson, who has had long experience at a tribunal. And his job is to steer the mm. two former players who made up the panel through the charter, the regulations, well, the guidelines. What about one of them? Well, Scott Stevens was mm. one of them. And Scott Stevens knows everything about concussion because yes. it ended his career. Darren Gasper is the other. Now, if the third member, as a former player, was a McGarry medalist by the name of Kim Dillon. Oh, yes. <laughs> Can you what? say reserves, please? Well, you're a McGarry medalist. Even though I hate it. McGarry medalist. What verdict would have you passed? Now, you've seen enough of it. You know where the whole thing lands. I mean, I'm not going to yeah, give you the a, Jeff Gleeson No, no, no. It's, it's very tricky, but can I throw out the formula that we have mm. so you can just use precedent yep. and common sense? Yep. I would have given him a game. Mm. 
I think he's really unlucky. I know the family. Hey, I'm not unhappy that he got no games. And if it had stood at three, it would have been one of the toughest ones ever. But given where we are in terms of litigation and concussion, the John Platten story running on the weekend, we're just highlighting how bad this situation is. Mm. Um, the fact is they've used duty of care that many times. We've Correct. seen it happen in the AFLW where there wasn't even contact and a girl missed a grand final. Mm. That was one of the most ridiculous ones ever, Montana McKinnon yeah. for the Adelaide Crows. Uh, the potential to hurt someone. Well, hang on, she missed. <laughs> Um, this bloke collided. Uh, so I can see arguments for both sides. I think to appease everyone, and I would have been looking at the big picture for the AFL, whether this be right or wrong, because you should just take it on the incident itself, uh, I would have been giving him one game. So you get the biomechanic comes in and talks about the split seconds, and someone's worked out that the split second that, or seconds or mm. split seconds of Braid Maynard and Brayshaw is was the, apparently the equivalent of what a batsman at test cricket faces with a fast bowler, but they mm. react. Mm. Well, they duck or they hit it over the fence for a six. Well said. Now, you've seen it again and again, like everyone else has. Mm. Are you comfortable that that was the only option Braden Maynard had? No. There, that's no. the key no. answer. And there's been a lot of these when we've heard Gleeson, and I've called him Jackie Gleeson, the comedian, because I thought some of his responses have been a little bit Hilarious, Rooch. <laughs> um, no, it's how your brain's conditioned. Ah, and now it, this is good. This it, is a good point you're making. It's, it's muscle memory. And what you do straight away, you drop the shoulder to protect yourself. And if you can hurt the player, not knock him out, yeah. well, that's a bit of a bonus. Um, so how do you feel when Andrew Woods, who's the AFL legal representative, mm. talks about now this responsibility on players to process what their action will do to an opposition player? That's true. The game is changing. And this is what we see on a regular basis. And I was a fossil with it, Roach, because I'm old school. I dislike immensely when I'm watching a game of footy and it's a 50-50 ball. Like we are, people can see us on air now if you get on, if they're watching on the uh, app. But if there's a ball between us and you're not sure who's going to get there first, you see both players look and hesitate. It's not because they're scared. They're worried about where they put their head and what they do to your head now. And that's what he's talking about. You have to have a different mindset now. And I use the analogy that if that was an internal trial and if that had been Pendlebury or still side bottom, um, he would have landed differently. It wouldn't have, he wouldn't have put the shoulder there like that. Yes. Before we go to the phones, Rich, here's a text. Well then, Kim, <laughs> we, we had better start suspending players who cause head injuries when they drive their knee into the back of a player's head taking a mark because, you know, duty of care and the potential for injury. That's from Damien. Now, Damien, I don't know if you're being facetious there or not, but, um, oh, Roach, what, I've been oh, saying that. Kim, for, we, we've been down this path. It seems like a century. Yeah. Uh, look, honestly, Damien, um, uh, as I said, I don't know if you're being facetious or you're being serious, but we've spoken about this infinitum over the last decade that maybe that's where we're heading because you can't have it both ways. You can't say there's a duty of care in a situation like this, yet there's no duty of care just because you're taking a mark. Yeah, so the key to that will be... It, 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 so it will, it'll we, change, Roach. Yeah, we're talking about how you then write that into mm. your charter, your directives, your rule books, your laws of the game. And no one wants to see the great marks of this game exactly. that have... That have 
brought people through the turnstiles for more than a century. And no one wants to see the desperation that Maynard showed to smother the ball disappear either. Now, this is where, and the AFL does this all the time, Kim, it brings in what we ultimately define as the grey area because it Mm. is subjective. That rule then gets written, as probably the smother rule will have to be rewritten, to define reasonable and unreasonable. Mm. Now, that's to... The one we all live off is Alex Jaslenko. Was that a reasonable attempt at a mark? Mm. So that would be fine. But if one goes wrong, we see them go wrong over the weekend, they get paid free kicks again, unreasonable attempt to take a mark. Mm. Well, if it then leads to an injury and it was an unreasonable attempt to take a mark, I think you're going to be in trouble. Your point's right. Uh, Your point is exactly right on once it becomes defined as unreasonable, you are going to be in trouble. The game, we know it's very different to when... I played, it's different to the noughties, around the 2000, yeah. and it's, it's just going to continually evolve and change. And I used that example before when the ball's in the middle reach and people hesitate now, and we look at it when the ball was your only object, Patrick Dangerfield, the best. He could be five yards behind, he'd leap on the football, yeah. and the player falls across him, so we can't have that because you've taken his legs. Uh, everything's changing. Let's go to two worlds. Ands never changes. He always makes a bit of sense. Hello, great man. Ange, that's you. You're the great man. Hello, Ange. Oh, dear. oh hello. Have we got him, Benny? Something's Ange, gone we've wrong. got we've got uh, three green lights saying Ange is there. Are you there, Ange? No, no. Failed. Uh, who have we got? We got Mark from Grange. There. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. G'day, guys. Hello. Rich, Sorry about Rich, that. We lost I... one. Rich, can I ask you something? Could Blayshaw sue Maynard in the future? Uh, I'll tell you what a New York lawyer said to me a long, long time ago, Mark. You can sue for anything, whether he wins up hmm. to the courts and the jury to decide. Yeah. Of course yeah. he can. Of course he can. Whether he then wins, yeah. I don't know, Mark. It's right. I Kim. never forget that day yes. on Fifth Avenue in New York, and he did say to me, this lawyer, very good one, said, you can sue for anything, son. Whether you win, mm. that's going to be up to whether I'm good enough in court for you. I've only been involved in the legal system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so go ahead, yeah. Mark. Ken, could I ask you one question? Your brother-in-law, yeah. I, I know it's what's happened to him, but is he able to work 100% or not? Yeah, he's still, I was always he's, wondering. No, no, he's still running the business, the Safety Hub. They've got a very good business there, but his life has changed. And now that he's living with me, I've, I've certainly noticed it uh, because I'm you know, yeah. with them 24-7. But um, the forgetfulness, uh, the mood swings, um, you know, and my sister Leanne, like as we've seen in a number of the stories, uh just has to organise a lot of things, and it frustrates the hell out of John. Um, but no, he is he is still functioning, but he gets very frustrated about forgetting names, and they can be family friends and things like that. Hey Kim, so, I think I think your sister's a strong woman, strong woman. Yeah, she's an absolute something river. like that. I love yeah. her dearly. Okay, guys, thanks, Mark. Appreciate that. What oh, make me cry? Then I can imagine. Um, yeah. What have you got? What's happened, Rich? Uh, we've got Ange back. He's oh, there. Right. Ange from Two Wells. Sorry, guys. I was in mourning. Hey, listen, I, just, uh, <laughs> I, sent a, I've, I rang the Peter Malinowskis after last night. I think we need to have a state funeral for the AFL. They have lost the plot, guys. How can someone that hit someone in the head, accident or not, mm. get off when Jonas does a perfect tackle, hits, hit, the bloke accidentally hits himself in the head, Jonas gets a free kick, 
and he gets weeks. This bloke should not be playing. This mm. guy hit someone in the head. We're supposed to be protecting the head. I know. I just don't get it. We have lost the plot as the AFL. We can't go hard on the concussion rule and let something like this not be penalised. It is an absolute joke. And I... I'm with you. That's why my assessment was that he would be getting games because actions have consequences and in the current environment that we're living, um, I didn't think there'd be any way in the world that that would happen and I didn't think that they would not appeal it if they didn't win it. So, and that's not... So what is... Uh, and I have empathy for, for Maynard um, yep. because we only have to go back 12 months and I don't think anyone would have been complaining about this. It would have just been bad luck and a footy action, but... We live in a different world now where we're meant to. But what's the Players Association doing about this? <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> what? Yeah, what have they what been they, on they, any of these matters for years? You know what I mean? Like, guys, yeah. we're talking about someone hit in the head. I know. Yeah, but they can't win either way here because if they take sides, they're going to upset the players who want to play that way. They can't yeah, win but in that they debate. Ha- yeah, but... I know what you're yeah, saying, you Ange. I get you, but they yeah. can't win in this debate. Hey, Ange. Uh, but you can't. Yep. Go on. Uh, no, no, good call. Going to give you a $50 IGA uh, voucher. We've got to get into a uh, break because I end up in the fertiliser. For Roach, it's all fun, no responsibility. <laughs> We've got to pay the bills, though. Hey, uh, I thought Ange made a lot of sense. And it's nothing against Maynard. It's nothing against the incident, if you know what I mean, Roach. It's just where we're at at the moment. I, I just thought there's no way in the world. Kim, everyone wants... Everyone wants clarity, mm. be it a fan, a player, a coach, an administrator. I'm we more don't confused. Have it uh, here's a good text here, quick text. Afternoon, Kimbo and the Rooch on the back of last night's decision. Surely several players who lost games on the inverted commas, the potential to cause injury, should be asking for their lost games back. That's from Alan from Alvin. That's true. Potential to cause injury. This one's caused injury but it comes under a footy action. Uh, We're here thanks to Balfour's. We love them. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game.